This is Midnight Downloads. A podcast exploring our current realities from a spiritual lens through stories, experience, loss, and love. And we're your hosts, Tanya Garrett and Ashley Warning. All right. Hello, everybody. We are back with our third episode from Midnight Downloads. I don't know if you can hear the beautiful birds are chirping. Today, we've got a great topic. We're going to be talking about something that I've been experiencing recently and want to share with others, but the topic is burnout and how we are currently navigating um, burnout. So if you may be feeling like you may have burnout, have had burnout or are recovering from it, this is the episode for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like we're going to get into, yeah, how we navigate it, how we even experience it. I'm excited. Do you want to start, Tanya? Tell me all about it. Yeah. So I guess we're going to start from the beginning. And I just want to talk about my experience because it's so funny. This might sound a little dramatic, but I have before the burnout, the time of the veil, which is basically just what I call that version of my life or, or the time of my life when I was just on autopilot. And I know I've mentioned it in previous episodes, but I'll just give a brief summary for those new listeners today. I was really into my career and which, which is not a bad thing at all, but I would give 125% to work, to my studies and really not even consider my feelings or how I felt. And I actually was was proud of that for a while. Like I'm a hard worker, you know, when you Mm -hmm. get an assignment or a contract or something from me, there was a lot of energy that went into it. So I just felt very proud of that. And I still am proud of that. Um, And and one example, I think that just, really just is in my mind is when I was studying for the bar, I would put myself on this study schedule. So kind of like a job, I would clock in and clock out. So my schedule was to wake up at 6 a.m. and start studying by 7 and to finish studying by 7.30 and then kind of complete my day. And I realize now that, you know, I'm not a machine, but at the time I was worried that that wasn't enough time because it's intense. Yeah. That's a lot to put on yourself too. It's a lot to put on yourself. I want to know how any of the listeners here who have gone to law school or any kind of graduate school can maybe relate. You, you get into this buzz of wanting to be perfect for the exam. You don't, it is a long exam. You don't want to take it multiple times and it's okay if you do, but It was about maybe I think like six or eight weeks of just this intense studying. And I remember one day I pulled an all-nighter and the next day I couldn't wake up at seven. And I was so furious with myself. I think I started studying by 10 a.m. And I give this example to say now, as an adult and years of reflection, I see what I put on my body the night before I did an all-nighter. And then the next day, I was a little groggy. Of course, I got up late, but I still got up late and studied. And at that time, my mindset was, when I say during the veil, was to just keep going, 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 and pushing. And 
if you're kind of living that lifestyle for the six or eight weeks, a short period of time, um, I think, you know, it's hard, it's rough, but you can pull through. But I live my life like that for a very long time <laughs> after mm. law school, um, when I was working and it just eventually kind of set in physically. I, I wasn't paying attention to the signs and then my body kind of just felt like a car that was running out of gas. Like I just slowly came to a stop. And that was a pivotal time when I realized, okay, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. It's time to reflect. And it kind of set on a whole new journey that I'm very grateful for of just being more mindful of how I feel <laughs> and having more realistic expectations yeah, checking in with your body even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some of the symptoms that I had uh, when I felt burnout is I was having trouble sleeping. So, you know, some days I would get to bed early. Some days I'd, you know, I couldn't fall asleep at all. So there was no set sleep schedule, which is kind of all over the place. I think I felt like I had, this was a big one that was hard for me, especially in my line of work. I had trouble concentrating. You know, I used to be able to study for hours on end, and I started to be like, wait, what was I What was I doing? Or I'd have to read over paragraphs, and I just couldn't absorb it anymore. My body literally was like, you need to stop. You need to take yeah. a break. My nervous system was really feeling um, like on pins and needles. So, like, yeah. it, it felt like... I would be in, you know, a, a flow state and then maybe the smallest thing, like let's just say an email, maybe rescheduling a meeting, you know, or maybe um, I had plans and they changed abruptly. I noticed I couldn't handle it as smoothly as I could before. And that was like, wait, what, what's, what's going on? And I had a lot more anxiety of feeling like I needed to put out fires sometimes when there weren't really any. And so those were some of the symptoms I had. Um, I know I kind of went along there. Actually, I don't know if there was any like stories you wanted to tell or how you can relate. Well, first I want to say like, that's amazing that you even have like the reflection and can like realize that like looking back, I feel like it's one of those things that like where commitment turns into punishment. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and it's also one of those things of like, yeah, I can work 60 plus hours a week. Like, but just because I can doesn't mean I should. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, and <laughs> you know, if it resonates with you and sometimes, and you know, I had some coworkers who put in the long hours, but they really loved what they did and they were feeling energized by some of the work. And when we were talking about, when I was mentioning some of the signs, I, you know, I liked what I did, but I also think I wasn't putting in time to have maybe hobbies that were recharging me or, you know, something mm -hmm. different, you know, and balance, and balance. Yes, that was the key balance, you know. Um, and so I had to really reflect on my habits and examine my life and see, you know, what needs to go, what needs a radical shift. And what can I, what can stay in it? It took a, a long time and deep reflection and, and getting real with myself. Um, and it was a really, it wasn't an easy experience, but it was a very beautiful experience of just nurturing myself through this time and learning to show up 
differently. Yeah. That's no, that's that's revolutionary. I was gonna say that's beautiful, but like it's more than that. Like that is so revolutionary. And I think rest is revolutionary to be able to commit to that and say, I'm I'm taking a break, I'm doing this. It's like amazing. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think the biggest part of it without going in too deep, I think when I think of burnout, it's really a systematical problem. I think mm -hmm. it's the bigger problem is like worker exploitation. I think it burnout can like be, even be repressed in your body mm -hmm. and it can manifest in all type of ways. And me for, for me, it's kind of come up as like feeling inadequate chaos um, or like even no momentum because of like the spirals and like shame spirals. Sorry. And especially like, me and Tanya were millennials, so I feel like it was very much like when we were coming up, like hustle culture, book busy, grinding, and I'm just, it's very much giving, you know that Lady Gaga like quote where she's like, another club, bus, another club, like it's giving that energy, and I don't want to do that. One of my favorite like tweets ever, it's actually a little Uzi tweet, it's hilariously, but it's, um, he said, I don't want to be booked and busy. I want to be moderately scheduled and well-rested. And I've never resonated to him more. And I, like, go back to that, right? Like, so that's, I don't know, that's how I kind of see it. But as you were saying, when you were talking, I was just thinking, like, yeah, like, you can still, like, do a job that's intense like that and you're helping people or whatever. But it's about finding balance and harmony. And I think that's different for everybody like that's why i really like to say harmony too because balance is kind of like mm -hmm. you know like two wheels one whatever but like harmony is like oh my life currently needs a little bit more of this where can i like give myself that mm -hmm. and yeah and for me it was um i feel like a lot of people kind of realized they were even in burnout like when covid happened and that's where i realized it because i've had a job since I was 16 years old and I've never really stopped so I was always on that like uh, capitalism money loop and I was I was doing graphic design but I was also when that kind of happened COVID I was working in a restaurant a lot a very popular restaurant in Chicago and I was just kind of in that like restaurant um it, just that whole how everything works with that and it, it was like everybody's drinking and smoking and I was doing so much of that stuff and then you're in the capitalist like loop where I'm like well I spent too much money last night gotta work a double and work 15 hours to like catch up and to like do the whole thing over again so I wasn't even like enjoying my art really and like doing all of those things and then when COVID happened I felt so guilty about not working like mm -hmm. And it's like, it's literally a global pandemic and I'm guilty about like not serving rice and beans or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, who, who cares? Um, but I will say, I think a lot of that is we also feel stuck in those situations. Mm -hmm. And something I'm working on in therapy currently is like being stuck is like an illusion. And that kind of like blew my mind last week and we're still working on that. Mm -hmm. But it's like when we feel in a situation where we feel unfulfilled or stuck or whatever, we still feel like safe in there. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, how do we break that? But I do think a lot of that's conditioning and like being in America and all of those things. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the last things I do want to say, kind of going off of last week, we talked about rituals. And I think if you have, 
really good habits and rituals because that's what really makes up your life are those habits and rituals. So if you're doing things that make you feel good, rich, uplifted, your life is going to feel like that. Mm -hmm. So I think boundaries are really huge. Um, And for me, I've always been a nap queen. I love a good nap (laughs) and rest is revolutionary revolutionary like I was saying and I think that's like the real freedom of it all Mm -hmm. and I have even like lied before to be like to tell my family or whoever like oh I have a headache I need a nap but I just needed a nap Mm -hmm. so I don't even do stuff like that anymore it's like no I need a nap and to watch like older people get uncomfortable about it sometimes I kind of kind of like because it's like why do you care if I'm sleeping Mm mm-hmm But I think you bring up an excellent point about us kind of getting tied up into these identities, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling guilty because I very much was tied up into the identity. I'm Tanya. I'm a hard worker. What I do is give 120 percent. And it's kind of like a badge of honor, which which is fine. But you were committed to it. Yeah, I was committed to it. Even when I started to see signs of like maybe I could have focused more on my health it was just kind of like I pushed through, you know, and I think like you mentioned, when we kind of get into that idea that our habits are supporting that identity of ourselves, when we start to kind of change in like with the pandemic, we all had to adjust very quickly, you know, pivot very quickly, very quickly. And it's like, when we were doing this X amount of habits for so long, and then it's gone, I feel like our egos a little bit are scared because it's like, you know, they're to protect us and we felt safe mm-hmm. in that identity. And so that actually, that idea that you're not stuck, um, that was kind of mind blowing to me right now. I think that's beautiful to say it is an illusion. You know? Yeah. No, my therapist said that to me last week and I was almost like, she was like, you're not stuck about a certain situation. I was like, what do you mean? I was like offended. She like <laughs> said that. And then I was like, I actually, I think I did like a tarot reading after the session. And I was like, no, that's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And it was like a whole epiphany that I've been like exploring. And I even brought up with her today. And I was, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like even when we have these epiphanies for me, you know, I, I, I was saying earlier about this, and I'll say it now, but I kind of saw my burnout as a gift because, mm-hmm. you know, at first I think what happens is, you know, for me anyway, I was getting the subtle signs, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe I'd yawn, maybe my body was like, we're tired, or I would get sometimes where days where I just wanted to sit down and watch TV all day, and I wasn't really registering that. I needed to take a break or I needed to focus on something else, you know, that Mm -hmm. maybe resonated with me a little more. And because I was so attached to that hardworking mentality, I ignored all that. So to me, the burnout was a gift because it, (laughs) I could no longer look away or ignore it. And so like, you know, that whole era of the veil, I had to kind of like the veil was, 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 drawn off and I could see more clearly that hey my health is important and you know my and that affects your health and I don't think we like realize that like our work and all that is like it's all connected it's our body our body's doing the work it's all connected Mm -hmm. exactly and it's like you know um I'm starting to realize more and more that I've taken time 
um, to listen to, you know, what I want to do, what lights me up, that art and, and doing art was something that is, for me, a way to recharge myself, you know, I love journaling. Um, it's so funny, too, because um, I think my husband and my sister will laugh. I have a collection of journals. If so do I. You know, like anytime we stop by any kind of store with stationery, they know I'm going to stop there. And mm-hmm. Same. And I've always been like that. Like school supplies when I was younger was my favorite thing to do. Me too. It was like, what kind of trapper keeper am I going to have? Yes. You know, we're pulling up with the latest version. And I used to just discount that. As long as, you know, that's something I used to like to do, but now I see the importance of mm-hmm. how it makes me feel. And it's, it's a way to recharge, you know? And I think for me, when I had that time, <laughs> when I just had to stop, and like you said, during the pandemic, especially, and even more so, I think this year, uh, the end of 2022, and now so starting with 2023, I really was just invested in taking care of myself I'm able to see that this huge pivot is opening me up to something much greater where, where I'm just feeling much greater. And I think um, I have to thank burnout because if I didn't have that slow running out of gas feeling, I probably still would be trying to have that crazy, ridiculous schedule that didn't. And I, when I say crazy and ridiculous, I mean, it didn't resonate with how I felt mm-hmm. because some people thrive. I knew mm-hmm. workers who were excellent attorneys who just loved what they did. They had habits also to support like the harmony of working in those hours and they thrived and they loved it. And I think they were nowhere near burnout because what they were doing filled their cup, you know? Mm, so absolutely. You know? Yeah. And so I guess you touched on some of them and I think we can even circle back to them again, but I'll talk about how I'm navigating my way through burnout now. Yeah, for sure. And I do want to quickly say as a friend watching you, I feel like you feel like you're more in flow. Not to say that you weren't before or whatever, but I, I just feel like you, you just feel like you're just flowing more and figuring things out Mm -hmm. and it's like done very gracefully. And it's like, as a friend, it's like really nice to watch. Oh, I, I receive all that. I really appreciate that. Cause I think that's a great point before I start on that, to talk about the masculine and feminine energy. I think Mm. I was very much, and and I guess for listeners when I'm talking about the masculine and feminine energy, I'm not really talking about any specific, Gender, not sexualities, identities. Exactly. I'm talking about energy. Yeah, energy. I was very much in this masculine energy of creating and pushing. Well, not more so much creating, but efforting my way through. I should say, bulldozing my way through getting things done, and I really wasn't in my feminine energy so much of allowing flow. I honestly felt like allowing flow was a waste of time. And there you can see the imbalance there, you know, of it's really great sometimes to feel like you have to effort your way through, but just like the yin and the yang, there has to be some harmony, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. So I appreciate and receive that you say, <laughs> I feel like, cause I, that is one of my goals and intentions this year. And so I guess some of the, the habits that I've been going through to kind of get to that point is to really listen to my body um, all the time. And it's funny because 
at first I felt so, and I'm still working on this. I felt so disconnected, you know, um, Mm -hmm. where I'll give an example. Like one day I might do six or seven errands. This is in the beginning. Like I might go grocery shopping. I might run and pick up something and, you know, run all these errands and then go work out. And I remember (laughs) thinking like at the end of the day, why am I tired? And then some of my loved ones were like, well, you know, you did a lot today. And I think in the past, I disconnected that because it was just expected Mm -hmm. of me to do these things. But like, just really listening to my body and knowing that energetically how I feel, I might not show up the same way every single day, you know. And that's okay. Mm hmm. Exactly. Like, like, we were just talking about this morning. I'm like, I'm a little groggy, but I feel good, you know. Um, it might change you know and it might change like depending on the weather or emotionally what's going on in our lives or sometimes you just like you said you need a nap you need yeah sometimes you just need a nap and i know this is really like a basic old saying but like the moon changes every day why can't you the moon goes through different phases every single day so why can't you Mm -hmm. and really just knowing that you can take up space because that's another thing that i didn't really want to inconvenience my loved ones, my coworkers by telling them maybe I needed a break. Mm. And that was a huge shift where, you know, um, I had to say, no, I'm putting myself first, you know? And I think I'm very fortunate because my husband is so caregiving and sweet and loving because he'll even notice when he's like, wait, 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 are you, are you tuned into yourself? How, how are you doing? Cause sometimes I'll try to get up and, be, be helpful when I when I can tell I'm tired or something. And so, mm-hmm. you know, having that support group has really helped, but really not being afraid to say, you know, today I may need to take a break, you know, maybe yeah. we need to reschedule, you know. And um, one of the things I think I brought up in other episodes, and I'll probably always bring this up because I think this is the biggest thing I've had to let go is of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Same. Same, same, same. Of being like, this is how I show up. This is how it has to be. This is what people expect. So I'm here to deliver these expectations. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if it doesn't show up this way, then I have failed. I have to start all over. And it's like, that it, that energy is exhausting. Like sometimes, So much pressure. Yeah. Sometimes it's good is good enough. And I feel like when you're in that flow state more, you are able to give more because you're giving from a filled cup, you know? Mm-hmm. whereas if i i remember um there's this art class i love um from domestica it's like working on sketchbooks and um i remember thinking i'm scared to start the class because i went through the material and i love the teachings but i was worried i might make an error in my sketchbook i might not draw the and this is for this is for me and this is in the beginning you guys i'm just being transparent when i was really starting to take a break That's when I realized, (laughs) okay, take a breath, make the line. Yeah, because it's just a sketchbook. Who cares? You can rip the page out, start over, whatever. Exactly. And so I think I didn't even realize I was putting that pressure on myself. Mm. I think even with the yoga teacher training stuff I'm going through, I had to let go of like, even when we were practicing opening up our throat chakra and doing certain moves, I'm learning the move. I don't have to be an expert in the move. And so, you know, mm-hmm. giving myself that grace to just be imperfectly perfect, you know, 
and and flow and flow and I think the final I think key thing for me was really paying attention to whatever I'm doing does it make me feel aligned in the Mm. flow state or does it make me feel restricted and I think that's where the key is for me and it may be I'm hoping it's helpful to others of just really noticing and I don't want to say tallying up but I think when you start to notice most of your habits or your actions are feeling more and more restrictive, I think on the aggregate, when all of that starts to add up, it starts to snowball. And that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you end up coming to a stop, you know? And so really making sure I'm incorporating more of those habits that make me feel more aligned, even if they are not related to generating revenue, even if they have nothing to do with whatever your career or your family life, like if you're a mother or a father, because I know those are very important roles. And sometimes when we get caught up in that, it's like, especially at the family level, caring Mm. for the family can be one of your most important things. But for me, making sure you're incorporating those habits to feel aligned, to help you stay in harmony, I think it actually helps you show up more in in those roles that are so dear to you. So that's, you know, those are the habits that I think that are keeping me grounded and are helping me ride that wave, you know, and I feel Mm -hmm. like now I'm feeling good about it, you know, and I feel like, how about you? Because I feel like some, the little tools that we're working for, I really think this year, it feels like a flow. Like I, it, it does. I feel more embodiment and all of that, but I will say something you said, um, when you were talking about like your nervous system and how you're, when you start to do those things, your ego is like, what's happening? What's happening? I think even your nurse nervous system, even though it wants and craves that calmness, your nervous system is so used to being on the go and being like tense and like, ugh. And it's like, what's happening? And so I think that was one of the bigger things for me. And um, we've talked about it before, but I have a meditation company, breathing company, and how you were saying like burnout kind of brought you these gifts. And I really think everything we go through is just a lesson and mm-hmm. we can put a label on it and call it burnout, call it whatever. But at the end of the day, it's a lesson. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that, because work was always like cool. Like I said, like I was serving to like for extra stuff and like, I wasn't connecting to graphic design as much and I was sick of people like ranking my work and like changing it so much and especially people who like didn't understand art and things and also I wanted to add when you were talking about the journal or like in the notebook or whatever is someone I do identify as an artist first and foremost and some of my best stuff comes from my mistakes like I'll scribble something and then I'll turn it into something completely different and play with it and I use Mm -hmm. that as an exercise but Mm-hmm. That's always fun. But um, I think developing Breath and Company helped me recover because it was fun. It was exciting. It was nourishing. Mm-hmm. And during COVID, I get like everything flipped in a second. So it was like my nervous system was like, what is happening? What's going on? We're not used to that. So the, I didn't even think I don't even think I realized that I was doing like nervous system work Mm -hmm. by doing all the deep breathing and connecting to my breath and I talk to my breath every day because that's my power that's my prana that's my life force so like talking to my breath and connecting to that part of my body really changed everything 
And yeah, it can, um, was like the number one thing that helped me recover from it. And I also think play. Um, I'm really lucky to have two great nephews that I hang out with all the time. And so they've helped me play like just even like getting on their level, getting down and like rolling around with them. But that's opened my mind to being able to play without them and not being like, I can only do that when I'm like with little kids or whatever, you know, it's like not taking myself so seriously, having fun, being silly, even with like cooking's been like a big lesson for me because like Tanya, I do have some of these perfectionist things for sure that I'm working on and feel attached to. And when I like make something a lot of time, I'm lying all of the time. I'm like, how can I make this better next time? I'm going to add this and this and this instead of just being like, this felt so good and nourishing. Let me just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So that's something I'm working on as well and having fun with it and like being silly and being like, okay, I didn't plate this perfectly, but it was so good. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. love that. What you said, and you know, that when you, the point that you mentioned about children and, or, or, you know, just, they they have so much magic. They really do. Like, I, my husband and I went grocery shopping yesterday, and there were these group of kids. I think they were all siblings, younger kids, and they were running around making this rowdy noise. And it, it you would think, oh, loud kids, but it was like magic because the whole store was laughing, watching. You know, like just they. Yeah, had I love that store, and it was so cute because. Um, everywhere you went, you knew where the kids were going because people were laughing and looking. And I feel like they just have this infectious, like great energy. Um, so I think that's mm-hmm. really awesome that you do get that energy so close to kind of have that reminder. Yeah, you know, it yeah. is. Yeah, and I think um, that's why energetic hygiene is so important. Kind of going off of last week too, like mm-hmm. having those little things, even if it's like five seconds, I step away and like breathe really deep I even do it when things aren't like bad Mm -hmm. um you know like even when I'm like cooking I just want to slow down so I take a couple deep breaths to like really appreciate the moment and like come back to the moment Mm -hmm. and I also did want to um reference somebody on Instagram I know me and Tanya both follow nap ministry Mm -hmm. yes love that yes yes and so I think if you're having um want to get deeper with rest and even like different types of rest active rest all of those things I think nap ministry is a really good place to start yes and you know what I actually you reminded me too from what you said earlier and I forgot to mention it about we're talking about some of the things that help navigate and Mm -hmm. tricks and not tips but basically practices and I forgot to mention too you you talked about it but Therapy also has been a really great thing to help me unpack my emotions and feelings and having a professional soundboard too. You mentioned it and I just, I forgot, totally forgot about that. So I just wanted to add that in too. If you feel like sometimes you may need um, professional help, because for me, I was reading, you know, when this happened, I was trying to find articles on how to help me. Like I knew I felt some way and then I realized, oh, I think this is burnout. And then the trouble I was having with some of the articles that, you know, are so easily accessible is that they were really masking the real issue and trying Mm -hmm. to get back on the grind, you know, and they weren't really helping you or helping me, I should say, because they may help others, but I wasn't really seeing any real help. And then when I actually did go 
talk to a professional, I felt so much better. Like you said, I got mm-hmm. much more focus and perspective. And so that also is a tool I just wanted to share with the listeners. And I meant you, you brought that up. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, no, I love my therapist. She's great. I love talking to somebody. Um, and honestly, most of my friends have a therapist. Like I don't real life think I have like a real close friend of mine that doesn't have a therapist. I mean, maybe they're not in it like every week or every whatever, but like mm-hmm. it's in the toolkit. Mm-hmm. And you know, just your comfort level. Cause I know some people at first when I started like, Oh, some people think the idea is there's something's wrong with you. And it's like the whole idea of perfectionism, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're nurturing yourself. You're caring. Yeah, yourself. and especially I know in, like, the black community that can be hard sometimes to, like, mm-hmm. understand and whatever, but it's 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 needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if it resonates, you know, that's another thing. And so I say for the listeners out there, if any of this resonates or if you feel like you may be going through a similar situation, um, some of the questions that I ask myself that I just want to share with the group um, that help me really evaluate what I need to do or how do I really grapple or tackle this? You know, I first asked myself, okay, what can I simplify in my current life or add in my current schedule to add more ease and flow? Is, is that all I need to do? You know, or do I, what need- do I have to take away? Mm-hmm, what I need to take away or do I need to make a radical shift? You know, like, is it really at that level? Do I really need to make a radical change in my life? And with everyone, just what you feel comfortable with, you know, baby stepping it, if that needs to be what it needs to be. Or if, like me, you're like, you need to make a big life change. I think whatever you feel like resonates with you is the path, is the way. And it'll keep unfolding as it needs to with each day. Yeah, no, I agree. I I love that. And I think especially, um, like, I talk about this, I think, in every episode so far, but, uh, um, you know, we just, we're getting out of winter, we're going into spring, and, like, each cycle needs a different thing. I I know you and I talked about this, like, we were sleeping, both of us were sleeping, like, nine, ten hours at one point in the the winter. Mm -hmm. And I usually don't sleep that much in the summer, but I just needed that deep, restorative rest. And I didn't beat myself up about it. I moved my schedule around, and I felt so much better. Yeah, and you're listening to your body, to the season, to all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think... I feel me too. Yeah, I love I love the episode. I love the topics. We really want to hear from you. What did you think? And if you are currently healing and navigating and nourishing yourself through burnout, and there are through some tips that you'd like to share with us, we are more than wel- welcoming it and wanting to hear it. And until next time, see you guys. Bye.